Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tuesdays with Stories. It's Tuesday where... Gay. Sure. And I tried to come up with something fresh and new, yeah, but... Yeah, uh, well, maybe buy. We're buy. Yeah, we're like buy. Sell like a, a clit. We're buy and sell. Yeah. I'll buy and sell you for 20 bucks. Remember when people would say that? No, I'll I don't. buy and sell you. Buy and sell you. No, I don't remember that, really. How buy about and sell. chew you up and spit you out? That one I remember, All yeah. Right. Let's All see. Right. We'll chew you up and spit you out. At least you get spit out, by the way. That's true. Because when you get spit out, you got another shot at it. Right, right. I mean, you're, you're a little mangled, but yeah. you're back out there with some saliva. And a dog might lick uh, you up or something, but uh, if they chew you up and swallow you, now you're living in intestines. I don't know where you are. That's a good point. By the way, a dog will really eat anything. Oh, One yeah. One time my friend knocked his tooth out skateboarding. Popped up, knocked his canine right out, ironically, canine, and the canine. dog ate the tooth. No kidding. So we had to wait for the dog to shit the tooth out, and then he put it back in his mouth. No, come on. He oh, fished yeah. it back out? What's that? What, are you fishing it out of the poo? You fish it out of the poo. Oh, wow. you got to sterilize that thing. You yeah. You guys going to have oh, yeah. shit breath. We pureled it. We cleaned it. We put it in a cup of milk. Milk? We thought that would help because milk is good for your teeth. Does a body good, I guess. And a tooth. Is milk good for your teeth? Oh, yeah, like the calcium and stuff. Uh-huh. But that's probably all changed. I'm banking on this thing. I don't do any research. Someone told me that cholesterol is no longer bad. Certain cholesterol isn't bad, and eggs are okay now. Eggs are good. Because I hope that's true because I'm eating eggs every day. Same. Three, four eggs a day, sometimes seven eggs, eight. Ooh, what are you, a cool hand? Well, 35 or 39. Um, <laughs> but Taking it off here, boss. I just enjoy an egg, and so every morning I'm starting with egg and cheese, which also has cholesterol, Jeez. but now people keep telling me that fat is, not, is, is good. Fat is good. Sugar is bad. Fat is good. Yeah. So I don't know what's what. Sugar's but. out, fat's in, and uh, tuna has a lot of cholesterol. Hmm. Swims upstream. Well, salmon helps decrease your cholesterol. Oh. So Oatmeal and salmon. Dueling fish. That sounds like a hell of a bar. Dueling fish. A, a lesbian bar. Yeah. <laughs> Duel, the dueling fish. Then the, the, the neon could be scissoring. I like that. Four legs coming at you. <laughs> Who is scissoring? Is that real? I don't think so. You can find the videos on oh, yeah. the porn site. But vaginas are so, they're uh, innate. Not innate, but they're in you. It's all in. Yeah, well, the clit is exposed though, and that's I where guess. the real it's got a hood. Yeah, but that's where the uh, the real pleasure comes from is the clit. But some people like the inside too. Yeah, women have like a double thing going on. Right, you got the inner puss and the outer puss, and it's a double puss pleasure. And yet, it's still not getting off all the time. Yeah, and it's still difficult because you don't know which one's which, and then you don't know how to. Sometimes it's, you got to be really ambidextrous because. You get the rub going with the right sure, thumb and sure. then the, the plunge with the left middle finger. Yes. And then sometimes you try to go slow. It's like that thing where you tap your head and rub your stomach at the same ah. time. You got to go slow, thumb, fast, finger, 
or vice versa, depending mm. on how they like. Right. Because my lady, I don't want to divulge too much. Come on, divulge. But she doesn't like a soft clit play. You got to get in there really? and really move it. Is that right? Because one time, in the past, a couple of times, I've done a gentle. Because I like, I think a teasy Yo, gentle a is nice. Big. Go tease. Tease is good, but she don't want no tease. Eventually, she fucking slapped my wrist like I wow. stole the candy jar. You're the tea drinker. Yeah, and then she just fucking. Like, what? you got to get the hand going. So I'm like, I didn't know. I thought I was doing a fun tease. But she said, N-word, please. I don't want to tease. Right. She's like a 90s DJ down there. Yeah, really, <laughs> really fast. So, But I think I feel that way, too. Like, if a woman was giving me a hand job, you can go slow for a while. But eventually, you're like, all right, I got to bust this thing, this nut. Yes, Because yes. when I jerk off, I'm not teasing. No. I'm going 1,000 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really. Sometimes I've gotten BJs, and you have to go. Take the girl's hand, and because you need a lot of movement here. Yeah, sometimes that's that weird moment where you tap her and go, "Excuse me, toots, I gotta no. take care of this business." And then you're like, "You can come back and, uh-huh. and take a shot in the mouth if you're if you're that kind of girl that likes that." Oh boy, some, but some do and some don't. Some don't. Some do this one where they present the cans because they want the the jizz <laughs> shelf. Cans. <laughs> um. Yeah, see, that's rare with the smushing. Cause I, uh, my gals, uh, you you take a, a cotton ball and she's like, you know. Oh, just a little. Well, I had a a previous girlfriend that I. This is really hot to me, and I kept getting yelled at. Maybe I talked about this before. I can't remember. We're doing this for nine years now. Bring it on. But I was laying down on my back, you see, with just my lips oh, uh, yeah. open a little bit. <laughs> that's a classic. And then she just put her pussy. And was just rubbing it on my lips back yeah. and forth, and then everyone's so, so I, she was getting into it. So I would suck a little or stick my tongue out, and then she'd like slap me in the temple and be like, "Knock it, just stay put." Yeah, don't move. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, I was trying to do action." She's like, "Well, don't you fucking homo," uh, and which I was into. So seems like you should whisper uh, like an Aesop's fable or something in there. That would get it. Just a soft uh, Mary had a little lamb up up top, or maybe like a oh, you go horse on her. But you have to keep doing it because you got to right. inhale to get the horse effect. Yeah, yeah. But it You're was hot because she came right on my lips by me just wow. sitting there with a, a little bit of lip. Yeah. And she had like blonde pubes. And at one point, I think Ooh. I told you this before, she would seal the her vagina lips onto my regular lips. Wow. And that would hold my nose from either side, nostril, you know? Loose like lips. pinch it, and then she would be like, yeah, choke on it. Whoa! And to this very day, it's the hottest thing I've ever had happen to me. Yeah. And I would. I would ch- I'd gag. Oh. Because I'd, I'd like, open your mouth so I have a tube from right, mouth to right. puss, but it was pretty hot. I loved uh, choking on a twat is really something. It's a good name for a Snoop album also. Sure, choking on a twat. I'm at my spot. Uh, Hit the spot. Scott. Here's the thing, though. Great I, Scott. I wonder if, because uh, you know how when I was a kid, I thought a vagina would fill up with water if you put it in a tub. You know, Certainly, it's, yeah. It's a hole with uh, air in it. I thought so, that till just now. Yeah. So I wonder if if you're ch- if you're d- suffocating underwater, if you could grab a snatch and take mm. a little of that that excess queef out of there, and then boom, you got another breath. Yeah. If she had to queef, I think ah. if she could pull it in before if. If she, you know, however they queef, if she sucked in a little thing, yeah. or if she had just been getting railed by, you know, Big Dick Charlie. Sure, BBC. And then she squeezed her knees together, then went underwater, she could save your uh-huh. life. 
Well, it goes to show you, ladies, before you get in the ocean, maybe get pounded a little bit, and you might have a, a lifesaver That's a in good your idea. cooch. Yeah, you could save a kid. Yes. Put that kid's lips right on your snatch and save his ass. Save my ass. It's a puffer puss. Remember that one? What? That was uh, Carlin. Get an extension cord from my plug. Save <laughs> my ass. Yeah, he doesn't want the plug pulled in, right. in the hospital. Yeah. Yes. And get me a goddamn TV. Yeah. That was his thing. Yeah, he was fun. He had some moments, I'll tell you that. Big moments, a lot of moments, a lot of so-so moments. Got into a fight with Seinfeld. It was our first fight. It was about cool. uh, Carlin Pryor. Oh, he's a Pryor guy? Well, I say, I think pound for pound, Carlin is a better comedian. I know we love Pryor. He's got MS. He's dead. He's gay. But I feel like Carlin had a pun. He had a chunk. He had topical. He yep. had, uh, you know, you name it, everything. One-liners. The whole kit and caboodle. Books, Jerry. Books. He had, uh, you know, 14 specials, was it? I mean, TV, late night, movies. Uh, I guess they both had movies. But you name it. I feel like uh, all, all around, he had so much written shit. You could take his stuff on paper and go, this is better than prior shit written. Right. Yeah, it's tricky. Well, I would say prior has him edged in movies, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. What is it? Silver Streak? Yeah. Uh, see No Evil, Hear No Evil. Superman 4? The Toy. I mean, uh, some of these are so great, but whatever. And But, Joe yeah, Joe it's, it's hard because the prior Long Beach is better than oh, all the Carlin specials. I, I agree. I so agree. the best special goes to Pryor. Yes. And they agreed. both have a ton of horse shit. Oh, yeah. Pryor's got a lot of bad. A lot of that mud bone. I hate The character I, I stuff I don't it. like. I don't like the character business. But yeah, that, that special top to bottom is unbelievable. But that was Seinfeld's big arg was I go, but look how many. He's got 14 specials. He's got hours of good shit. It's not all good, but it's uh, hours of good. And he had one hour. And he goes, but it's not about the quantity, it's about the quality. I'm like, I hear you, fatty, but at some point, if I got more quality, and you got one quality, I think the the, the quantity factors in. Right, I agree. Like, a guy, sports-wise, if you average 20 points a game for 20 seasons... Aren't you better than a guy that averages 35 points a game for two seasons? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or as good. It's different, I guess. But, I mean. But he takes it personal because he's got one special. Yeah, that's so a very Seinfeldy thing. biased, yeah. Well, Seinfeld is, for some reason, is not a producer of a ton of material. No, he likes to perfect and hone, and he thinks if it's a good joke, why get rid of it? And my thing is because you could write another great joke that you don't even know about yet. Right, and you put it out, the joke continues to live. I can listen to it whenever I want. Right. But it's a different strokes for different folks, I guess. I think he's coming around a little bit. I think he's going a little bit homosexual, finally. But I think he's coming around, like, all right, I'm putting a new Netflix out, you know, I'm trying some shit. So yeah. we'll see. He's going to have to write a new hour after this one comes out, so that'll be interesting. It's interesting because, well, I have like a, a overabundance of material right now, which is a nice feeling because often, most of the time, you're like, I need new, I got no new, but I've been on the road so much, and for me, it's just like, I got to try something new because this is my fifth show in two days, right? and I can't tell that joke again. So you're like, let me try to talk about this, and then by that, you have to make it work, so then you start having more material because we're doing a lot more shows than him. Oh, yeah. He's doing uh, a week at the night. creek or yeah. whatever, the hell, a week at the beacon, <laughs> yeah. one here and there. 
It's two a night on Friday, Saturday. No, it's a it's a lot, but not as much as us. I no, think. we're doing the Thursday. I did one Wednesday. You know, you got. I did two last night. Plus fifteens around too. And the city spots. Well, then you really don't want to do old shit on a city yeah, spot. So yeah, Tuesday yeah. at the stand. I don't want to do Pride and Prejudice here. Oh. Tried and true is what I meant. I did a uh, Jew joke at the stand the other night, and I was like, blah blah blah, set up, and some guy goes. And he said the punchline, and I was oh. like, "God, I gotta, I gotta quit doing that joke." Oh yikes! Well, that's the thing with well, it's nice we're in this area. We have a lot of great fans, and we appreciate you and love you, and we're grateful. But some of them are coming to multiple shows. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm in Madison. Like we saw you in Chicago three hours ago, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So I then know. I'm just trying to riff on the room, and I'm yeah. shitting on a lady's sweater because I want to give new material to this fella. And you hope they get it. You hope they know, hey, this is an art form where you hone stuff and repeat it, and you work stuff out. But they say they get it, but I still I still see a twinkle of bummer in their eye where they're like, ah, I know where this is going. Hate a bummer twinkle. But that being said, I also watched Bring the Pain 578 times. Uh-huh. Same. So mostly because I like the N-word. But, yes. Uh, Not the people. Just the word. Ah, <coughs> oh, come on. I'm uh, <laughs> having Joke fun, of Chris course. Allen. We're all kidding. Yep. Um, he's fat and a bully. Oh, yeah. Big fat N word, but uh, not fat anymore, which is a bummer. He's really quite fit. He's f- ah, don't let those jean jackets fool you. He'll he'll whole uh, he'll hum. What do you call that? Uh, hot dog? No, no. He'll he'll gulp down a bag of gummy bears at midnight. Oh sure, I'm not saying he's healthy. All right, he's unhealthy for sure, but he's not yeah. fat. But he's Diabetes. probably a, probably a bully. Um, what was I gonna say? I guess uh, we could dive right into this. Well, but. I had a snafu in a... Did I talk about uh, Vancouver? A little bit. Well, I bought a bunch. I brought a bunch of merch out there, and I didn't realize... Maybe I said this already. I think you might have said something right. about merch. I remember merch All being right, the forget thing. It. Well, I just got to buy... I, I, 20 bucks Canadian is like... Eleven dollars. So uh, I got yes. rooked on all my shirts. I, I, I rooked myself. Yeah, you gotta charge more. You got it's like a magazine. Yeah, have ten ninety nine American fourteen eighty four. Exactly. And you then know. I got double rooked. I got took it right up the pooper because I took all my money to the airport and exchanged it like a chooch. Oh. So now I got jizzed on my face by the uh, the Vancouver airport. Oh, the Mounties. Ah, mount my asshole and <laughs> and penetrate it. That's what they did. Oh, that's too bad. All right, but I had to get that off my dick. Yeah, get it off your dick. Put it in my ass. See if it spreads. Um, How about this? This is like a whatever. This is just me being a big cunt of a guy. But I realize I I have a lot of anger issues, and I'm working on it. Because a lot of anxiety is just anger, and a lot of anger is just sadness. I'm really working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm in this point of my therapy where I'm recognizing now. They say anger is uh, a lot of hatred is from fear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ah. Anger and anxiety, it's all one thing. And it's all really from uh, suppressed, repressed sadness. Right. So, and my therapist, our therapist, is like, this is good. You're getting angry. He's like, I'd like to see you angry. He's like, but now now the next step is to get through the anger to the sadness. Ooh. So I'm working on that. But I don't want to be sad. I'd rather be angry. But anyways, that's You're already neither. sad. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to work on that. I'm sad and angry most of the time, actually. Sure. But, um... Oh, so I get on the airplane. We're going to... That sounded like a song. Sad and angry most of the time. And so I get on the plane, and I feel in my brain, and it feels real sad, and I'm not glad. That's like Neil Diamond-y, 60s yeah, pop. We yeah, just like, exactly. this isn't good, but it's great. It's not a fad. I gotta call my dad. 
That is what I got to do. Yeah, same. But anyway, so last week, uh, Sarah and I went down to Nashville, Woo! Smashville, Music Woo! City, uh, Blashville. Honky Tonk something. Uh, I think I'm out. Music City, Smashville is all I got. I think that might be it. Uh, dry Rub. Yeah, I don't know what else is there. But Bad for fingers. This is another thing I got to stop doing. We were talking about this off air. Mm-hmm. Uh I've been living like I'm re- ever since that Louis tour back in 2016 when oh, I was yeah. making nine grand a day. I remember that tour. I've been still living like that. You and walk on that Chipotle. Yeah, I'm actually pretty making a pretty blue collar living over here, <laughs> and I can't stop living the high life because it it rubs off on you. Yeah, you took that retarded kid out last week. You went to the the Celtics. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> To basketball game, I mean, to nine events I've had extra tickets to because I wanted to upgrade my seats because I'm a fucking idiot. Might as well scalp those Nazis. Well, scalping's a whole thing. And then I think, well, what if I want to run up to the upper deck in the middle of the concert because <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot? Jeez, who are you, uh, the toy? A couple times I've sold tickets for 40 bucks or whatever to Bruce a blind millions. kid. That's what I meant. That's fine. Uh, but... I'm an idiot, and so I decided to go see Brandy Carlisle at the Ryman, which is in oh, Nashville. Oh, well, that's a must. It's a, it's exciting to go see the the thing, and we don't have to turn this off. It's distracting. There's oh. images popping up, and I get excited. I'm like, look at that, Steve Martin. <laughs> um, Steve Martin is fun. Martin and Lewis. Uh, excuse me. He thought he was Martin and Lewis. <laughs> what was that one? That was George, right? Yeah, laughing, yeah. something like that. Uh, that was a later one. Anyways. Evil Eye. Um, also a later one. Damn. Anyways, so I'm going down to the Ryman Auditorium, and but it's like I said, I'm looking back. If I somehow one day if I run out of money, like the economy collapses, or I just stop getting work and I'm It'll out of money, happen. it's going to be the most. No one's gonna have any sympathy for me. No, you're a spender, baby. Like I remember we did that gig at the fucking Big Hunt, and I was trying to be like Louie. I told Joyce, I'm like, just keep the money. I don't need my half of the money. <laughs> And then you look back and you're like, that was like 500 bucks. Of course. But at the time, I was making three grand a night. So I yeah. kept being like, I was just giving money. I bought my mother a fucking summer house for the week, not for life. <laughs> I was like, that's on me. I'm buying everyone ice creams oh, and yeah. concerts and my wife. I paid off her debt. And Wow. Now I look at my, my, uh, my numbers and I'm like, they haven't gone up at all. Right, right. Like I'm even for the last three years. Even's okay. Even's okay, but you should make some money. You yeah, should put something away. Three years, you want to go up a, a cent. A couple bucks. Sure. So anyways, I buy tickets to the rhyme. I, I'm just an addict. It's the empty hole I was just referencing. The uh, sadness, yes. the anxiety. The air-filled cunt. So Brandy Carlisle, she's doing the rhyme. So I'm like, let's get tickets. We'll go down to Nashville. And in the middle of the trip, I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> I bought my wife and I first. We got upgraded, but Delta Comfort tickets. We got upgraded to first that ain't class. Cheap. Delta Comfort tickets round trip to Nashville. Then I got a hotel that's across the street from the Ryman because I'm like, ah, oh, we don't kind of want to take an Uber and be far away. Yeah, yeah. So I got the Hilton. That's three hundred and fifty bucks. <gasps> then there's the tickets. Those are a hundred bucks. I'm hey. like, this is a thousand dollar trip. And that ain't including the meals, the whores, the coke, the blow, the donkeys, the everything. All that shit, which we did. I'll get into that. But yeah, the midgets, the the, the Puerto Rican kids, whatever you got. So I wrestle with this because I'm like, I'm getting a lifetime of memories and Instagram yeah, videos. Yeah, you got that right. But I'm going to be out of money. No. Well, can I say it? First of all, was this your first Ryman? First Ryman, well, yeah. You took the hymen. On the, the Ryman. Ryman. All right. So that's a, that's pretty cool. And every time I've spent money, 
you know me, I don't splurge, especially on on fun stuff like that. No. And uh, every time I've done it, I've gone, oh, what am I doing? I don't have this kind of money. I should be working. I should be hustling. I should be writing and being gay or whatever. But I've never looked back and gone, oh, that really hurt me. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting now financially because of that. I, right. I've never had that thought ever. Looking back, I went to Italy. I did all this shit. Fine, you're gonna be fine. Well, my rent just went up significantly oh, too. I didn't know about that. We got the added part. It went up about twenty five percent, which is a lot. We neither one of us have health insurance. We're going to ther- we're each going to therapy every week. Yeah, that's a lot. I've had two root canals in yeah. the last fucking six hours. Those are ten grand. But here's the thing. This is the difference between Sarah and I. We talk about finances with the rent and everything, and she'll say. Maybe I'll cancel Netflix. We could. We don't have to go to the gym. We could just run and work out at the house. My thing's the opposite. I'm like, I'm not cutting anything. Right. We'll make more money. That's the way to look at it. I was it, like, baby. well, I'll push more tickets. I'm gonna yes. put out an album. Maybe I'll get some yes. merch and we'll That's do this. Way better attitude. I was like, we'll put some more bonuses on the on the Patreon. We'll get the live episodes going. My mind is like, I'm not cutting anything out of my life. I'm enjoying my life. I mean, no offense to her, but that's a loser mentality. Don't save it. Make it. Right. Let's make more. Yes. But that might be more uh, practical. practical. She's practical. practical I'm uh, retarded. But anywho, so here's the, the thing that this is the cunty angriness, but I get on the flight and now Sarah's with me. She's behind me. We're getting on the plane. I'm going first as we're boarding going down the aisle there ladies first and i get to my seat well i gotta pick up her thing and stick it up uh, the plane's ass here so sure, and i sure. got the tickets because i book on oh, my app and everything so i'm it. going first because i scan mine i scan hers side note is she just jizzing all day long like what a cool hubby you're you're, you're, you're like a roller coaster amusement park you're buying plane rides tickets uh, concert ryman hilton anal come on i'm a pretty good hub yeah hell of a hub you're porn hub i take a lot of pride in my hubness i, I every time i look at my ring i'm like this is a this is a responsibility you're a hub yeah you're a provider a and husband. you're providing fun yeah, a lot of fun. Well, fun is the best thing to have, as Arthur I said. I agree, but thank God you're not a dad. If you were a dad, you'd be buying lollipops and Coke and all this shit. These kids would be living high on the anal. Oh, forget it. I'd have the fattest kid of all time. Oh. He'd have just dicks in his ass and chocolate on his lips. You better believe it. That ain't chocolate. <laughs> but anyways, what is it? It's shit. <laughs> Oh, shit. I, I assume he's eating ass. Oh, okay. oh, I got you. I was thinking cum, but then cum's not black, but it can be if you're yeah, I, sick. I guess, yeah. Chocolate cum. <laughs> that would be that would be enough to make me gay. Chocolate cum? Yeah. I mean, I love musicals. <laughs> I love need. Judy Garland, and I'm um, attracted s- to men, so chocolate cum would just... With the silent re, though, you'd have to just taste it and spit it back out. That's I don't know if you're, you want to put that down. That's a good... <laughs> Because you're already gurgling, you know. That's a good point. Uh-huh. Well, if you shot at my ass, that wouldn't ah, affect the reflux. But then you're not getting the chocolate. That's a good point. Uh-huh. Because that would suck if your asshole had taste buds. Oh, I'd be <laughs> sitting on everything. <laughs> you'd drop trow and you just sit on a Hershey. But shitting would suck. You'd be t- eating shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about taste that. taste all that diarrhea That's a good stuff. point. Yeah, that would be a bummer. That's the beauty of suppositories. You don't taste it. You just put that pill right up there, and all of a sudden you're on cloud... Twat. Good point. Uh-huh. You got ketchup on it. <laughs> <laughs> I know about the cup size. <laughs> anyways, so we get on the plane. I'm going to board. I'm walking down the aisle, and I'm in uh, 13, uh, I don't know, a, a, D. Yeah, A or D. I got the uh, window. Well, no, Sarah has the window. I got the aisle. I'm in 13C. She's in 13D. Mm-hmm. I get there, and there's a guy sitting in my window seat. I just watched him put his suitcase in. 
and get in there. Okay. And so right as I arrive, I put my suitcase above and I look at him and I start to say, you're in my seat. And he goes, oh shit. He goes, I'm on that side. He goes, do you mind? Because I just, I already sat. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you were aisle. I'm aisle, but Sarah has the window. Oh, got it, got it, got it. So we make eye contact. I start to say, that's my seat, you asshole, which I love doing. Yeah, you like a correction. I do love a correction. We're living in a society, folks. Yes. And so I he agree. goes, well, would you mind? Because I, I already sat down. And I go, well, yeah, I have my wife with me. So, and he's like, ah. Now, it's no big deal. He gets up, he moves. But don't you hate, what is this mentality? We're adults. Yeah. You're in the wrong seat. Yeah, get up and you move, You gotta fatty. get up and move to the right seat. Right. What is this thing of fucking, I already sat. Yeah. Like sitting is some big, it's one thing if you're 900 pounds. Right. I feel for you got two broken legs sure. or whatever. You're, you're a gay, handicap. But paraplegic. That thing of like, would you mind moving seats? No, yeah, yeah. I mind. Right. You're in the wrong seat. Also, Go sit in the right seat. By his logic, where does it end? Uh, you're, you're sitting in first class. Some guy's like, hey, you're not in first class. Ah, would you mind? You know, like, how, we could do this all day. Yeah, get out of here. I got my wife, and we're not all moving. And you're a dummy. You should be like, oh, fuck, I'm an idiot. Yes. I'll move over here. So then he's like, I got to get my bag. Like a, a whole, like he puts guilt on me. Yeah, you fucked up, Dickless. I think that's a bit. He was trying to run a run a ruse, I think, on you. He wanted that seat, I think. Maybe he knew about the view or something. I don't know. Something's I think up. he just fucked up and didn't want to get up. But I, I don't right. like the do you mind. But I, I was like glad either. I had Sarah with me because it gave me a, a, an excuse to yeah. be like, nah, no, that's not. Otherwise, can't sit here. it's a smart move of him because I feel guilty and I go, oh, sorry, no, it's fine, because he puts it on you. It's a pretty smooth move for, for a neurotic cunt like myself. And you want to be like, well, maybe, but let me see who's sitting in these two seats. Oh. Is it a stinker? Is it a fat guy? Whatever. But then, then you're uh, you're the bad guy now. Right, because I'm judging the- Even though that's exactly what he's doing. Right. Uh-huh. You know, I was going downtown. Yes, the exact pants I was wearing. But anyways, the very pants I was returning. <laughs> that was it. Um, Damn it. Ah. There we go. All right. We're All right, back. we're back. We fucked up a little bit. But, folks, hey, hey. this week's episode of Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Feels. Yeah, it is. CBD. woo Folks, do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? You're not alone. Many of us do. Oh, the two yeah. of us do. No I, question about that. I got that. all those. A check, check, check. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Now, I was searching for anything that would help, and then I discovered Feels. What is Feels? Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. You don't even need to leave the house. Mark, you've, you've dabbled in Feels CBD, have you not? I love it. You know me. I can't sleep. I, I stare at the ceiling. I roll around all night thinking about my childhood and the molesting and the bedwetting. Brutal. Then that I drop a Feels. It doesn't get you high. It's not like weed. And it just calms you down and relaxes you. Then your brain shuts up for two seconds. I can finally have a deep dark sleep for eight hours i yes. love it good stuff this feels you're, oh yeah easy. i know you're gonna love it easy to take a few drops under the tongue and you'll feel different within minutes it's uh if you're new to cbd feels is the way to go that's the one to transition into give a we got a hotline give a text uh for help whatever you need and uh feel better naturally feels works naturally to help you feel better there's no high no hangover and no addiction become a member that's the way to do it join the feels community and get feels delivered to your door every month you'll save money on your order and you can pause or cancel at any time yeah you can that's feels folks f e a l s 
F-E-A-L-S dot com slash Tuesdays to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. They're giving you 50% off. Folks, please use this. You all use CBD. You see it at all these drugstores. That's crap. Get this stuff 50% off. They're going to deliver it right to your door. One more time, it's feels.com slash Tuesdays. It's got me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Here, here. Now, one of the things we're always stressed out about, of course, is travel. travel. We're traveling all the time. Last week, I had five flights. I went to Nashville and back. I went to uh, Chicago, uh, Madison, the uh, whole thing. Yikes. And I'll tell you, I am using my away bag. Oh, we love them. And Sarah's got one, too. We both are in love with it. Sarah says it's the best bag she's ever had, and I can't I can't uh, disagree. I still use my old one. I love it. This thing's built like a rock. It's light. It's easy. It's got the swivel wheels. I take it up on the carry-on. I fix it up. I put everything I got in there. It's got the the pouch. It's got the laundry bag. It's got the battery that charges five iPhones, folks. It's a killer bag. Away creates thoughtful products built for the way modern travelers see the world. They started with the perfect suitcase, and now they offer a range of essentials, all of which will make your travels seamless. The suitcase is thoughtfully designed and extremely durable. The features help me keep everything organized. It's easy to carry up and down stairs because it's so lightweight. Yes. I love a lightweight. Oh, yeah. TSA-approved combination lock keeps your belongings safe. We all know how important that is. I got robbed last year. Oh, yeah. Luckily, it wasn't in a way bag, so I didn't care that much. Uh, Good point. You got me out of the way bag. Got me off the duffel. Hate the duffel. Love the Away. Mm-hmm. Away products are designed to last a lifetime. If any part of your suitcase break a, uh, breaks, Away's standout customer service team will arrange to have it fixed or replaced, and there's a 100-day trial on everything Away makes. You can try for 100 days, for God's wow, sake. That's, that's a long a, time. That's a good time. All right. To get your suitcase and shop other travel essentials, visit awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays 20. That's 2-0. You got to check this place out. Awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays 20. Yes, Tuesdays 2-0. Go do it. You're going to love it. You won't be disappointed. I 100% guarantee Oh yeah. you're going to love this. Big fan of the Away. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee, I guarantee it. it. Um, all right. So anyways, now that's out of the way. We flew down to uh, Nashville and now you've played the Ryman Theater, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Oh yeah, and it is a humding one of the best. That is a lunch lunch theater. Yeah, that's something I'd really like to do someday. Yeah, they would love to do that. I think it was the Grand Ole Opry. That Grand Ole Opry was housed there for like 40 years. Wow, um, it's hum- it's a humdinger. I mean, they got all the old photos of like you know Hank Williams and uh, Johnny Cash and all that. I mean, this place has some history. Yeah, Johnny Cash met June Carter there backstage and how about this they were throwing some fun facts up there before the show started and uh elvis they didn't go for elvis oh really performed there one time and all that because the grand old Opry was like church you know they all showed up and wore the hats and the suits and everything they hated gays and they would watch the music and then he came out with his slicked up hair and was doing his own rockabilly thing. Right, and they were like, right. what the hell is this garbage? The pelvis, the sexual, the black folk stealing. And he was making it, he was he was blacking up their music. Uh-huh. And they were like, we don't like this, son of a bitch. I don't know if that impression was great. but Crazy. He was like a Bieber of his time. 
Oh, yeah. You know, sexual, stealing the black stuff. Leave it to Bieber. Ah, I'm a believer. But uh, daydream believer. <laughs> I guess that's the same believer, but Homecoming just a different believer. Queef. <laughs> Homecoming queef. Oh, that's fun. We I should love- do a music video. <laughs> I love that song, by the way. I know I'm a chooch and a queef, but I love that tune. How about this? One time I used to have all these big parties at my parents' house. They would go to Maine for the weekend, and I'd have everyone over. Right in that fun age, but after high school, but I didn't go to college, sure. so I had nothing to do. Early twin. And I had a gag where every time someone came into the house, and it started when there was only three of us, we all busted in the chorus of that song. Ah. So someone would walk in and go, hey, we're here. I go, cheer up, sleep. And by the end, there was like 40 of us. And wow. we kept doing it every time someone would come. And then the one person that would come, they'd be like, what the fuck is this? Right. And then they would be like, okay, I guess we're doing this. So then they got to be in it wow. the next time. And we sang the chorus about 50 times. It was great. How did that core, I mean, why that song? How did that come about? I think it was just stuck in my head. And it was like a fun, it's a fun group song I sing-along. Love it. I love it. And so it was a really fun daydream believer party. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> assuming there weren't any, uh, a lot of minorities there, because they would have been like, is this what honkies do? No, we didn't uh, allow that, obviously. I but see. Um, It was a different time. No, we had uh, we had a couple. Lamont Price probably came down. Oh, and a couple yeah. people, yeah. Old smelly Lamont. But not a, not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was Whitman. I'm in Whitman, Mass. I mean, what do you yeah. want me to do? I mean, this is one of those things where people are like, you got no black? Fr-. I'm like, there's no black people. There's what do you want me to do? Irish. I can't just manufacture yeah. blacks. You got to bust them in. Yeah, well, we tried that up there, ah, and it, all right. hell broke loose. So. Right, right, that got ugly. Yeah, not me. I didn't do any of this. But, sure, um, you don't take the bus. What can you do? They had some bus issues as well, I heard, with the Rosa. Yeah, but well, that I, was down south, I believe. Ah, or maybe not. That was Grand was, Rapids has the yeah, statue. Yeah, yeah. Well, certainly wasn't busted. I think she shit there once or something. I don't think she. Actually, yeah, I think she retired to Grand yeah. Rapids. I think we talked about this before. They're claiming her, but hey, I don't think she's. You know, they do that too with the uh, the Wright brothers. Everyone Everyone. claims the Wright brothers. Uh, Home of flight, uh, flight or flight or white flight, whatever it is. Ohio, Carolina. I did a show in L.A. They're telling me about the Wright brothers. Exactly. That that was Stephen Wright. Yeah. Mexico, they want Wright. Uh Uh-huh. One state gets the rights. Ohio and North Carolina, they should fight it out. Copyright brothers. I liked it. All right. Uh, But anyways, we go down to uh, Nashville. We're staying at the Hilton. It's beautiful. And... I love traveling. When you don't have a show, you're just kind of easy traveling. We had hours to kill, and the show is across the street from the hotel. Mm. So we went, we asked some food advice, and this guy told me about this hot chicken place. Oh, that's the big one. Yeah, there's a big one. It's got a food, there's one that's like six miles away. He's like, but they have a food truck right downtown, Uh 15 minute walk. So we go, great. And we're starving. This is hot chicken, by the way. This will this will leave you in the dumper for a week. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, I took an extra pill and I go, all whatever. Right. So we walk all the way to the food place, and there's nobody there. It's just dead quiet. Nothing. Not a not a creature was stirring. Not even a fruit cup. Huh? Uh mouse. There we yeah, go. Yeah, it's a mouse. Know. I was right. gonna put something in there, and all I could think of was slurs, so I just <laughs> went with fruit cup. I do the same thing. <laughs> I have the same problem. It's hard. Yeah, we got All problems. All day, just gook and queef and chink and spick. It's hard not to uh, say the yeah. craziest thing you can think of. I know. It's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We have a good time with it. No but, hate. Um, it's, it's exciting. No, no hate. I always say, you know, uh, slurs and curse words and offensive. It's like a little hot sauce on a, on a sentence. Oh, yeah. You know, and just because you don't like Tabasco, don't take my chinchilla away. What is it? Chicharoo? What's that stuff? Ah, I never Sriracha. touched the stuff. 
All right. But um, yeah, it's the spice of life. Thank you. Slurs are the spice of life. Yeah, you got that right. Uh, but and you know who hates spices? Honkies. Yep. And they're always yelling at us with these blocks. Cracker. All right, sorry. Cracker barrel. But anyways, we get there, and you know, it's like that eerie quiet, and I'm like, something's up here. And this is the worst. You know, you see that white piece of paper taped to the uh, door. I hate a white paper. <laughs> never, That's a never good news. Yeah. Never good news never. on a piece of paper. Never free blow jobs or whatever. Because if it was something good, it would be a permanent sign. Ah, well said. It a would temporary. Say, yeah, it's a temporary sign. And I can already see from far away that I'm like, this is going to be bad news. It's a piece of paper taped to the window. Bad news. And we get up there, closed today, private event, ah. and we're starving so I go, let's just go to Jack's, you know, Jack's Barbecue there on Main uh, Street. That's the, the big one. The pigs, the neon thing. Yeah, I love a pig. So I go, all right, we know, because sometimes you want to eat the fresh, the local, the cool. Yeah. Which I guess Jack's is, but it's a little touristy, whatever. But you're like, you got to have a place in mind. Like, we're going to hot yes, chicken. Yes. When you're starving, you got to have a place. Yeah, and plus, when you're in a new town, everybody's going, I don't care, whatever you think. Like, come on, we need something. Something concrete, you yeah. queef. So we get there. It's closed. I go, hey, we're going concrete. to Jack's. Jack's it is. Yes. So we walk back to Jack's. And I've had Jack's a couple times. And it's a, it's a humdinger. But I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Nashville people being like, that's for tourists, you fucking idiot. Which eh, it's reliable. I'm a tourist. Well, I thought it was reliable. Oh, here we go. My favorite part of Jack's is, by the way, you get a, a meat, a brisket with two vegetables. And mac and cheese is a vegetable <laughs> in, in Nashville, which I love. I'll take it. That's charming. Yes, charm. So I got a mashed potato and a mac and cheese and a big old brisket. And I have to say the mac and cheese wasn't too hot. Oh. And the brisket was just a tad dry. Ooh, you don't want a cold mac and a dry bris. No, you don't want either of those things. So... Didn't love it, and it's on Main Street there, and they're getting all these wannabe cowboys that flew in from, you know, Grand Rapids. Right, right, Rosa Parks. So it was like a $36 meal. Oh. And I can't have the crushed ice Coke that goes so well with barbecue because of the ah, reflux. The so a little disappointing. Wow, that's a bummer. Yeah. I know that feeling when you spend... You know what it is? They just... They pump them in, they pump them out. So they're not really getting their asshole in the meal, you know? They're not mm -hmm. getting their elbows in there like they should with the old black lady with the you know, the apron on, stirring the pot of gravy. Yeah. And they're just kind of pumping it in, pumping it out. Here we go, folks. Assembly line. It's not as it's not making the, the, the putting the love in it. There wasn't love, but it was still good and fine and fun. But when you're starving, you just want that. Well, and plus the reflux, I'm taking a big kick to the groin oh, here with the reflux. I'm going to suffer. Good point. So it's a bummer to suffer for, for mediocre. Mediocrity. Yeah, that's no good. But no. anyways, that was fine. We went for a nice long... Well, I went. To, I found some cupcake place over in Germantown. Ooh. And that was something. That was a delicious cupcake. Highly recommend. It's called the Cupcake Criterion Collection or something like that. German chocolate gets uh, swept under the, the tweet because uh, it's good stuff. It was nice. It's always Belgian, Belgian. Mm-hmm. So we went back to the hotel, got dollied up, and then went to the Ryman, which is quite a cathedral. Oh, yeah. And then they're showing the upcoming acts, and, like, Burt Kreischer's up there, which is hilarious. Oh, weird. Because it's this, like, you know, Elvis played here, and Johnny Cash fucked June Cotter in the ass, and then Burt Kreischer's playing <laughs> He's there. a shirtless alcoholic coming in. Yeah, and Regan is there, and... Uh, oh, another alcoholic. But, uh... Anyway, I don't even. It's not even worth getting into because I've I've told the Brandy Carlisle garden story and the oh, that was story, touching. But I'll just say this: 
great show, fantastic show, and uh, Tanya Tucker came out, and mm. uh, she did a little guest spot. Great show. TT. But I got to say this. Uh-oh. And I don't like to be a cunt of a cock, but- Oh, here it is. We've seen her now five times. Uh-oh. Now, it's the first big tour, so maybe she doesn't realize that she's got a cult following. Ah. But- we have seen identical setless, same oh, story, boy. same order, same everything. Now she's phenomenal and one of my favorite artists of all time. But at some point, you got to be like, "Hey, you got to mix it up, toots." Oh, how funny! We were just talking about this in the beginning about how these people come out and see us again and again, and we're doing the same act, and now uh, she's doing that whole jizz. Well, here's the thing, because she's got five albums, or maybe mm. I think it's five. And there's a hundred songs that I love, or whatever, 60, and you can do throw some covers in there. You have like, I, I'm missing out on a bunch of songs I love. Uh, I love these songs, and it's the same, it's the story, too. That's one of her big songs. But like, there's a story she'll tell, and it's word for word the same telling. Yeah. And you're like, boy, you gotta mix this up. And Sarah's not as big a fan. So she's like, oh, here we go again. So I'm giving her a little slack now. We're going to see her at the Gorge again. Oh, come on! Second year in a row. So hopefully she's like, all right, I can't do the same set list at the same venue from last year. Yeah, yeah. Now, these ones, I've seen her in all different cities. So she doesn't know that we're following her around. Oh, God, I'm nervous. But a band like Pearl Jam, ah. they're aware they have the cult following. So like, we got to mix it up because people come both nights and all the shit. So yeah, you got that right. That's my one complaint. Oh, boy, Carlisle. Now... Speaking of complaints, uh-oh, I've been talking way too much here. We're gonna get a whole bunch of shit. So why don't you stick something right up my ass and see <laughs> if it makes me come? I was uh, I was enjoying that. Well, I just want to say thanks to the folks of Tampa and Orlando. We had a uh, great weekend. We sold a bunch out. What is that about Florida? Right when I land in that goddamn state, I just go, Gah! Give me some meth. Give me a a, a, a raccoon to yes. put up my ass. A fan boat. Let me blow a Cuban guy and and uh, do some blow and buy a gun and shoot a gay kid. I don't know what it is about that fucking area. It's a very sinful place. Yes, I feel even thinking about it right now. I want to have a cigar at a titty bar. Yes, and shoot heroin in my nipples. Right. I want to do some tequila and just really ride a black kid into the sunset. I don't know what it is. But, uh, man, because I'm from New Orleans, which is also a sinful place, but Florida, the sin is just, it's in the, it's in the water. You it's know? in the way that the water. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so I just get there and I do the whole kitten caboodle where you, you go, hey, I know a guy. Now we know all these guys around. Mm. We don't do drugs, really, so we know a guy who can get us on a bar show so we can make a couple extra bucks. Sure. That's our grift. So I land in Orlando Rent a car. This guy's Shaw. Yes. This guy's a cool cat. He's got he he works for Enterprise. Right. So he can get you a hookup on a on a nice set of wheels there. I know. I always want to because he said he's like anytime you rent a car. I rent a car every three days. Right. But I can't keep hitting yes, him up. Yes, exactly. So I gotta save up, I guess. But I was thinking that in uh, Madison. I know. And I was like, shit, I should have hit up Shaw. But well, then you got this weird thing where you go, well, well let me let me uh, grease him a couple bucks. But then you're like, well, now I'm just paying the other original yep. price. So if I grease you, I. I don't need you. Yes, so exactly. It's, it's an awkward queef there. No grease. So, uh, grease ball. Grease so, lightning. <laughs> uh, uh, grease Italy. Brian Greasy. Right. What's that guy's name? Who yeah, I think Brian Greasy. Brian He's Greasy. A, That's a rough name. <laughs> <laughs> was he Italian? He was a football guy. player for uh, Michigan. Oh, all right. His dad played in the NFL. All right, well. Bob. 
Ah, Big Bobby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, oh, I, I fucked you up I, with I the Brian it, Grease. I'm trying to think about Grease now. I got oh, nothing. I see. I got you. Uh, Grease two, the movie. Grease paint. Oh yeah. Grease mustache. Grease paint stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Grease. John Grease. He was in Monty Python. All oh. Right. Uh, John Gleese. Liam Greesom. They- <laughs> <laughs> All right. All so right, get back to Shaw. I get the rental car. They want you that rental car. I feel like you because I'm just like. You're free. You have so much free. You can go to Chipotle. You can oh. go to the gay bar. You can go uh, the Mount Mount uh, Suvius. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> so I get down to Orlando. You get there early. You walk around downtown. There's other with panhandlers. And it's a Thursday, so they're setting up for the for the whores to come out with the nightclubs. Oh yeah, and so it's just the sun's going down. I got a smoothie. I'm watching all the the nightclub guys set up, or they're doing push-ups and putting the velvet rope out. And you can see the bartenders are wiping the bottles down, and everything's about to get crazy. And then the sun goes down, and these gals show up with their minis and their their uh, what do you call it? stilettos? Oh and, yes. Oh, the cleave! My God, the cleave! Mm-hmm. It's so exciting because. Uh, you know, we're 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 tied down men and we're in our late thirties here and just to watch these nineteen year old skanks really coos it up is very exciting. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. They don't know what these, these gals got. It's primal. You just go, Gah, I understand rape. Yes. So you uh you know, we show up to the show, it's at the the sound bar. I've upgraded. Last year was some uh, upstairs bar area and this was like a real rock club. And I had that cool thing where I'm trying to kill time and walk around, and I have people from the show going, there he is! Oh, and I'm wow. Like, hey. And you know, you're running across the street so you don't have to talk to him. That's an exciting feel. Orlando, by the way, we talked about this a couple months ago when I was there. It got a little stank on it. Oh, it's got some stank. Orlando yeah. is a little fishy. It ain't all Disney World, I'll tell you that. No, it's not, folks. Oh, no, there's a lot of adultery going on in that town. And so Shaw sets up a great show. This guy put this whole thing together with uh, scotch tape and gum, and it just went off without a hitch. All the comics were cool. We hung out in the back, a lot of laughs, sold some teas. And then, you know, you you, you want to celebrate. We had a great show. We had some fans come out, some Tuesdays, a lot of, lot of love from the twos. They say, where's Joe List? That's all. They always say that. Where's yeah, Joe? Where's Joe? Thing. Where's the fat man? Where's Silent Re? Uh, you know. I got people tweeting at me being like, are you coming to Chicago with Mark? I'm like, <laughs> well, am I opening for Mark now? Yeah, exactly. We're, we're two different human beings. I got my own life, for God's sake. He's married. All right, so uh, I leave there, and you, you got a couple of whiskeys in you, and then I just hightail it in my rental to to uh, Tampa, Tampa, and you you got to get in that hotel, and you know, the whole time you're like, whoo, I'm hammered, and I got a lot of people writing me, don't drive drunk, I'm sorry, it's a problem. It's not that I want to drive drunk, it's that, that I, I like to drink and I have to get somewhere, so yeah. that's it. What are you going to do? Yeah, I got to do it, I can't Uber. So I get to Tampa, you you, you check in that hotel, and then you go, oh, it's fucking five in the morning. I finally made it, an hour and 20-minute drive, drunk. I pulled it off. I checked in. You got radio at seven. Yeah. Ah. Luckily, it's Calta. Love Calta. Love the Cal. Fucking one of the best radio guys in the biz. This guy, now mind you. He's a Tampa guy. Burt Kreisch is a Tampa guy. So when we did the Burt tour, he came out to Dublin. Right, I remember that. And he yes. hung. So Calta, we have a great convo. We're talking, we're chatting, and you're you know you're you're tired, but you get a couple coffees in you. You beat that hangover, and you're just zinging and zanging. You're like, this is great. I love this guy. This guy's one of the best radio dudes out there. And then he throws the big one on me. He goes. And I'm going to do some sets on your show. What? And I go, wait, you're doing comedy? He's like, I've done it like three, four times. 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna come by. So we were close to selling out. Now he shows up. It sells out. It pushes it over. Oh wow! So we sell out the shows, and he's solid. He's, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy with a ton of talking experience into a microphone. So it just it kind of worked. Yeah, a ton of weight on him too. He's a large cat. Big guy. Oh yeah, no stranger to the calories. Mm, but you the know, calories. Oh yeah, yeah that was right, a stretch. That was right. a stretch. Uh, but yeah, uh, funny dude, good egg, and the, all the you know it was cool to watch him in in a comedy club because he's a big guy and he's he's a presence and people are going holy shit that's my Kelt that's my Kelt it's like Howard Stern walking around in New York yeah does he get a big pop when he oh, goes up there oh he got a pop he got a big lollipop up there and he ate it and <laughs> we uh, hung out in the green room and it was just it was just cool and uh, it was cool having like oh the 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 Tampa celeb is hanging out with me. Yeah, it's exciting. Very exciting. So all the shows go great. I gotta cut this shit out. You know, you know, you do the thing where you go. I got. I did radio. We had two great shows. I'm drinking. I gotta celebrate. You sure. Know? Which is the exact wrong thing to do because you're on two hours of sleep. You had a great show. You got three tomorrow, mind you. Mm-hmm. One is at six p.m. I end up going out drinking all night. I promise this kid I'll do his podcast. I go meet me at my hotel at two. I give him the address. I go to bed. I wake. You go to bed at five. I wake up at two oh eight. Oh jeez! I was out and I was like, oh, I was so hungover. The sun's coming in. I'm sweating and I got eight million. Hey man, we're outside. Hey man, oh. we're in the lobby. Hey man, and I'm like, oh, I suck. He didn't even do all that. He was nice, but I was like, oh shit! So I put a pair of sunglasses on. I wash my face. I wipe my ass, and I open the door. He falls in. He's got a pound of equipment. He's got a lady with him. He's got a, an amp, a tuner, a light rig. And uh, he was sweet as can be, and we did a great pod. He's a musician, so he asked me all about music, and we did a whole music-to-comedy comparison. What's his name? Plug this pod. The, the pod is called House of I. Oh, House of I? Like the letter I? Letter I. Because oh, okay. that's the name of his band. Ah, so, House of I. Calt yeah. is in a band, too. Is a lot he? of bands down there. What? I believe he pays bass or something. Wow. It feels bassy. I can see bass, yeah. I might have made that up. <laughs> I think he plays in a band. Count Basie. Yeah, because right. like Bobby Jewell's always like, we got to go see this Calta band. Ah, all right. Well, he does it all then. Jeez, he's got the uh, the, the radio, the stand-up, a band, and cake. He's got yeah. it all in him. If he was attractive, he'd be something. Oh, yeah. Not a, not a, not a looker. No. Nope. All right. So, uh... <laughs> We uh yeah we do the pod and then you know you got your show at six so the pod ends at three thirty four oh. and then you're like oh I got a shower and you feel like ass and I I'm telling you man it was like it what, what's a movie where guys are real it was like leaving Las Vegas where you're just like all right you got I was like the guy in um. Once upon a time in Mexico, you know, he's like, no more boo. What am I doing? I got my face on a bowl of ice. You know, I'm like, you're never going to drink again. You got to go home. You're going to read a book. You're going to jerk out. You know, it was like that guy. Yeah. And I show up to Sidesworth at 545. The show is at six. It's packed out with a bunch of old blue haired Floridians. And I just go, give me an Irish coffee. And I guzzle it down. And you go up there and you get the stage health and you knock it out and yeah it was a that long night six o'clock show can be pretty good it actually. was a great show i love that club maybe the best of the weekend yeah that's a fun fun club fun club fun atmosphere florida's i love it i love tampa i love bt the the guy owns it oh now. he's the best and uh good leslie's egg. great the staff is great that's one of my favorite clubs and i've been working there since 2006 great club been going they, there for 14 years they got wow they got rid of the bobby uh, jewel guy who used to run it who was like a classic sleazeball florida character he, he was charming 
Classic character. He's still around, I think, a little bit. He popped in at one point, and uh, so he pops in. It's fun. We all bust his balls. And then, I got to say, Joe Trickerico hosted. Oh, Joey! And uh, Steve Miller featured, who's a big guy with a mustache, not the band. Not the band guy, not the Trump guy. Yes. And the third uh, Steve Miller. He killed. He was great. So it was a top to bottom great weekend. Then I ended up getting shithoused again the next night like a fucking retard. And then I went and flew out hungover and had a bunch of shit to do yesterday and I didn't do any of it. That was this weekend? Yeah. So that was yesterday. Wow. Yeah. I was at uh, Madison. Oh. Cap- Wait, what's it called? Comedy on State. Look at this. I'm wearing a Comedy on State hoodie right there now. There it is. Yes. How about that? You have San Fran Punchline hoodie. Yeah, yeah. And I got the Comedy on State hoodie. Yeah, we're fans of comedy. We're comedy. Cl- By the way, I think these are identical hoodies, just different clubs on them. Maybe it's one company doing the whole kit and caboo. Well, they're a little different, I guess. Yeah, we got the white stripe and the uh, zipper. I got the white zipper. You got the uh, I got a white sealed zip. zipper. Oh, uh, I like but a sealed zip. It, but you got a, you got pussy lips over it. Oh, I got no yeah. pussy lips. I got a big Majora labia here. Mine was trimmed off. But I was at uh, Comedy on State in Madison, which I think we could safely say is our favorite club. Uh, it's up there. It's top three for sure. But what would even compare? Because I think we like to be, because you don't want to insult yeah, other clubs. You got to keep it sort of uh, ambiguous. Yeah, vague. But I don't think it's hurting other clubs' feelings by saying this one's the best. And I'll tell you why, other clubs, if you're listening. Uh-oh. The green room itself. Oh. It's an upstairs green room away from everybody else. Let's talk about lunch. Food. They got a, a binder full of menus oh, from seven yeah. different restaurants. Binders of women. So you just pick the restaurant, you write it down on a piece of paper, and someone goes and gets you any meal any within meal. a couple blocks. Sushi, steak, meals. Anything. Anything. Any meals on Pussy. wheels. Someone goes and gets it. There's a pool table. There's a record player. We had Thin Lizzy blast, and we're playing Ooh-wee. pool. Sarah and I played four games of pool. We each won two. We're very even in the pool yes. game. I stink at pool. I can see that. Which I shouldn't say, because I just said she stinks. But she stinks. I stink. We both stink. Uber I got pool. Thin Lizzy rocking. Cra- our pal Craig Smith is there, uh-huh. who formerly known as Sincere Life, oh, the, the hip-hop artist. I love Sincere. I didn't know his name until about 12 months ago. But I didn't know he had a name. I just know his name is Sincere Life. Now, this guy... He's living the dream. I met him as a fan. Yes. He came up. He wanted stuff signed. He loves Tuesdays with Stories. He's a huge, he's a skank guy, Legion of Skanks. Crackle, crackle. You know what, dude? Wow. He goes way back. I mean, last time I saw him, the first time I saw him, he was sitting in the front row. Wow. Which I had to say to him, like, you can't come to two shows in a row and sit in the front row, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you're throwing me off. Yeah, bro. And now he's on the show. Wait, oh, he's doing a stand-up. He's a stand-up. He's three wow. years in now. He did a guest spot last year and killed. This year he hosted, and he's killing. I mean, he's no... Really? He's not like some asshole make-a-wish. Yeah, yeah. He's a legit comic. Craig Smith, check him out. All right, sincere. And uh, that was a pleasure, and he's just a great guy to work with, hang out with. He's Good nice. Egg. And uh, we're playing pool. We're playing records. We're eating food. There's a massage chair in the yeah, green room. Yeah, you got that right. There's a big screen TV in the green room. Oh, yeah. There's a Nintendo in yeah. the green room. I mean, it's better than my apartment, legitimately. Right. And the owners are there. They say hello. They're like, oh, my God, thank you for coming. Can we get you anything? Can we do anything for you? That personal touch means a lot. So warm. And they personally will throw people out. Yes! It's not like they got some henchmen. No, these are two attractive, young, sexy women picking people up out of their seats and going, you gotta go, cunt bag. They'll toss them right out, and the bar the bar staff is all Tuesdays, so oh, shout out to them. Man. I don't drink or anything, so I barely even... 
talk to him. I'm just in the corner crying. Right. But <laughs> um, so that's amazing. And then it's the, the crowds have been trained there. Yes. No one did five shows. Didn't have one single incident. Wow, come now, on. most of these clubs, it feels like you got to be on edge. Cause you forget yes. what it's like to not have to worry about anything. Uh, Every single show was great. Late show Saturday was a little drunk. A little rowdy. And they could tell, not rowdy, but just drunk, a little attention span, a little I more see. like, whoa, I like see. that shit. But Saturday early was one of the best shows I've ever done in my entire wow. life. Both shows Friday were like top shows I've ever done. Yeah. Killer, killer club. Killer. Unbelievable. The sound is great. They videotape. The staff is great. Everything is unbelievable at that club. And the town is nice. It's a cute, wholesome, fun little uh, Wisconsin town. I love that city. And I would recommend, if you're a comedy fan, take the trip to yeah, Madison. Yeah, yeah. Like all these big comedy, Reesh and all these comedy nerds. Obviously, Go Pack Joe used to live there or near there or he was something. the mayor of that town. But uh, if you're a fan, go check out a show at Comedy on State because it's, it's also it. infectious because the crowds are so hot. Yes. Everybody's dying. I mean, you just kill there. It's the, I've done two albums there. It's, it's the best. You kill. can't beat it. Kill, Jerry. But how about this? So Saturday night, and I know we got to wrap it up here soon. So Saturday night, we do the shows. We get paid. Just the best weekend ever. We say goodbye to Craig, goodbye to Anna. We go, thank you, everybody. Great time. And it's seven degrees, literally. Oh, so yeah. we're, we're bundled up. I got my hat on. I'm wearing thermal underwear. I got Woo! a scarf that I'm trying out. And we're finally done. Now, the hotel is 100 yards away from the club. Yes. So Sarah and I are leaving, and we're walking up the thing. And we're freezing, so we're walking fast. And there's a little alleyway right before you get to the hotel. And this guy kind of pops out. He's smoking a cigarette. And he kind of like stumbles out all weird from the alley. And he's like, well, making noises. And he looks uh, a little threatening. He's got a little mm. little haggard face menacing. and uh, a little menacing. And just, just I just think, ah, some drunk guy smoking a butt in the alley. No big deal. Sure. But you're a little bit, you're on, you're aware. Yes. That he's standing there, and he kind of wanders out and stands right in the sidewalk, right where we're walking, and there's snow, so it's a narrow thing. Uh. So we're pretending like, ah, whatever, it's fine, who cares? So we kind of split and walk around him, just kind of continue our conversation. Oh, yeah. And now we're walking, and I'm a little aware of, like, what if this guy's right behind me, and he's going to stab me? Because I'm always anxious. I'm always afraid that I'm about to get robbed or killed or raped, Mm -hmm. because I'm an anxious guy. Climate change, bird flu, the whole thing. Yep. So we're walking, and I'm like, it's probably nothing, you idiot. Settle down. And then as you're walking, there's a little window because there's a Starbucks. You can see the reflection. I mm. noticed the reflection. He's right on our tail. Oh, that's not good. Now, this guy wasn't walking when we first saw him. Uh-huh. He was standing in an alley. Yeah. And now he's walking, and we're walking fast because it's freezing. Yeah. We're speed walking, and he's on our tail. Ooh, but we're like, like okay, the hotel is right here. So we'll just get in the lobby. We're fine. Yes. Whatever. But there is this thing of, he's so close. I'm just waiting to get like a knife in my Ooh. hip and get robbed. You don't get shanked by a fucking grifter. But I'm like, eh, it's anxiety. It's anxiety. So we get to the, uh, what's that roundabout door, rotating door? Revolving. Revolving door. So we pop in there. We revolve through. And he is right behind us. Comes what? right through. He goes in the same triangle? Not in the same triangle. Next triangle, but he's Whoa. coming into the hotel. Oh, boy. And so I'm like, okay, maybe he's staying at the hotel, but he uh, was down the street yeah. standing in an alley. Maybe just a smoke break. I guess, but why would he walk all the way down here? Yeah. And he doesn't, he seems 
fishy because he was like grumbling. Ah, okay. And so now he walks into the hotel. So now I'm a little nervous because here's what I'm thinking. If this guy wants to rob us, he can just get on the elevator. We get off on our floor. And now where do you go? Ah, that's interesting. Now you're in the hotel with him. And what's he gonna? You don't want to be like, are you staying here? Because right. then it gets weird. Because what if he is? Now we're just assholes. Yeah, exactly. But if he walks to our room, now I just have my key. We're at my room. Yeah, that's a great point. Because you'd never think, oh, I'm in the hotel. I'm safe. But no, actually, you're not. I'm not safe. So we go and get on the elevator. He follows us, and I mean, he's right on our tail. What the hell's going on here? We get in the elevator, and there's one woman in the elevator, and then a couple. That helps. So, and then we go up. So I feel a little bit better, but yeah. he's here and he's kind of just mumbling. He's visibly inebriated uh-huh. and he's doing like. Is he is he disheveled? Is he gross? He's a little disheveled. Okay. He does not look like a guy that's staying at the concourse. All right. His pants are like baggy and ripped and his shoes are all wacky and his, his, his shirt's dirty and mm. he's not dressed. Uh, is he grunge though? Maybe he's like one of these ICP, you know, uh, rock and roll nuts. He looks like he has spent some time in the streets. All right. All right. Like he could be an addict of some sort. He's a little roughed up. Okay. He's rough. He's got a, a hood on. He's a little roughed up. You know, right. it's cold. But so now we're in the elevator. We stop. We go two floors up, and now my brain is going a million miles a minute. Sure. Well, first thing I did is I hit the down button to the elevator. Because ah. I was like, we'll go down to the garage, because he's not going down. He wants to go up. But I'm yeah. like, wait, what if he follows us there? Now we're in the garage. Now we're in the garage, which is Rape Central. So that's no good. So we're going up, and I'm trying to think, because I'm like, do I, should we get off at a different floor? Should, we, should I go, oh, I forgot something, go back down where it's safe? I'm unnerved by this uh, stuff. I'm a little unnerved. So... We get in there. We stop at the third floor. Another couple is going to get on, and the guy goes, ah, we'll wait for the next one. And it wasn't packed full, mm. but I think he saw this guy and was like, I don't want anything to do with this guy either. Really? So he, they get off. Then we go. We're on the fifth floor. The woman that's on the elevator, she hit five. She just happened to hit five. Uh-huh. So we didn't have to hit five because she hit it. So, so no one on knows five. what floor we're on because right. we didn't have to hit a button. He hit six. Oh, so, but he didn't have a key. You need a key ah. to get in, but he never took out any key. So he got a, a free hit. He got a free key. So the other couple gets free off key. at four. So I go, up. Oh, here's our stop, Sarah. So I grab her. We just get off at four because now I'm thinking, we'll get off with this couple. So at least there's four of us yes. if something fishy's happening. Yes. So we get off at four. The door's closed. He doesn't follow us. So I'm like, okay. But then I realize... I just left him with a woman. Oh, man. I now think I about feel the woman. fucking horrible because I'm like, if he's going to rob someone, now it's just him and this woman. It's a better robbery. And I feel like a fucking piece of shit now. Yeah, I didn't know there was a woman on there. Because I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, she's the woman that hit our button. Five. So she's going to five. He's going to six, presumably, maybe, or not. I don't know. You take the stairs up to five and, and watch the hallway a little. So we go to four. Now I walk down the hallway, and both Sarah and I are like, that was crazy, right? Are we being assholes? I mean, that, guy, that guy's, you know, something's up with that guy, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We tell the whole story. Now we go down to the stairs, and we're in the stairwell. And we're just waiting there. And I'm a little shook. We're both a little shook up because I'm also in that fight or flight mode. Uh-huh. I'm like, maybe I have to fight this guy. I got her holding the bag. I took my gloves off so I could you know, have a more impactful punch if I got to fight the guy. Sure. So now we're standing in the stairwell. And I'm like, should we walk into five now? But what if he's just standing there? Uh-huh. Or, or 
what if we, if we wait here? What if he comes through here? And now we're in the stairwell with him. And now no one's around. Oh, boy. So we wait a moment. I'm like, let me think. So we open up the floor, the, the door to five. Yeah. And there's a figure walking way down the end of the hallway. I'm like, that's him. But it's it, not him. Ah. Different guy. Yes. So our room, we just kind of scurry to our room. We key in. And now we're home. We're safe. But I, I'm like, what about the woman? The woman could be dead. But Sarah and I were like, well, she hit five, and we don't. no one's in the hallway right now. We don't yeah. hear any commotion. Uh, but he could have taken her up to six. Exactly, or he could be killing her. So we're like, what do we do? And now I'm just hit with this. Now that I'm, we're safe, I'm hit with this wave of guilt of like, <laughs> I just left a woman there. Yes. This is horrible. But you have to be like, well, I didn't know... He was. He could have followed us on four. Yeah. Maybe you know he was just going. Maybe he just wanted to go get warm. Like he could actually be homeless. And he just wants to get warm, so he's going to go lay on the floor in six. Oh, that's not a bad and he doesn't idea. want to rob anybody. He's just a, a homeless person that's trying to get warm. Yeah, and you know, you what you did was very good for equality. You treated her like anybody else. I suppose so. So then we're sitting there. A man can do. We're freaking out. We're coming down, and then I, I open the door again to look in the hallway, and I don't hear anything. And then I was kind of looking out the window to see if any police. And shortly after, we hear a big ambulance. Oh, you don't like that. And right away, I'm like, fuck, fuck. Someone's dead because of me. I didn't do anything. Ah. But the ambulance was going right up the street, different way. So this is a little anticlimactic, I know, but nothing ended up coming of it. We sat there. We're like, I hope we did the right thing. It was scary. And then we both did the thing. We were like, I thought about going down. Sarah was like, why don't we just stay in the lobby? And I was like... I didn't think that. I just yeah, thought, yeah. your thought is, let's get into the room where yes, we're safe. Yes, of course. But I did think, I'm like, what would happen if he got out with us and just walked to our room with of us? Of course, yeah, yeah. It's a I would have had crime. to kick him in the chest or something. Wow. But man, uh, it was oh. unnerving. Yeah. And you lose all that great weekend five shows <laughs> paycheck in your pocket because I'm like, fucking A. Yeah, you're just thinking about that poor broad, but... Call in. Maybe it's a, a fan or something. So let us know if there's a news article out of Madison where uh, there was a stabbing and a, and a floor six elevator. I thought about calling down the next day and be like, was there any kind of incident? Not a rape or a fight, or, but like, was someone here that didn't belong here? Right, you call? right. Because he came from like a bar area and he was not walking with any purpose. He stood still until we passed yeah. and then turned and walked with us. It is strange. There's no reason you would do that unless you were thinking, oh, I'll follow you. Because then I wonder, what if we weren't at this hotel we walked past it? Because it gets dark up there. Oh, yeah. He might have been waiting to get somebody then. But maybe he just wanted to get warm and he's homeless. But there's no way he's just a guy staying at that hotel that thought, I'll walk down to the end of this street, yeah. smoke a cigarette, stand on the sidewalk, wait till these two people pass. Walk as fast as you can walk without running. Uh-huh. Six inches behind them and then go into the hotel. No key. Go straight into the elevator and up the elevator. I got a theory. Okay. I think he's a grungy, disheveled, drunk guy who was out at the bars, realized he didn't have his key. And he goes, shit, I can't get up the, the elevator without my key, but my, my lady's in the bedroom listening to a uh, guar. So <laughs> I will wait for some folks Make sure I tail them, because if I don't, I might lose the elevator, and then I'll get up to six, and I'm home free. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Wouldn't he have been, like, talking or chatting? He could have gone to the front desk and been like, I left my key. I don't have a key. Ah, I guess you're He could have talked to the front desk and been like, hey, I'm Steve. Maybe no ID? No, no. Maybe he forgot the wallet. He went out for the the, the couple drink. Maybe he's fighting with the lady. Had a couple Jack Daniels. Then he's like, I got to get back, but I don't have the key. And she's in the room, but I got to get the elevator. I'll stick with these nice honkies here. They look put together. They're married. 
I don't Possibly, know. But he didn't say anything. He wasn't like, hey, how you doing? I forgot my key. Nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, but that might have been the, 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 the blackout talking. And there's also, you had that sixth sense thing of like, yeah, something's, yeah, yeah. So something's up. There. Right away there. when we saw him in the street, we were like, this guy is up to something. Yeah, all right. I, yeah, I, didn't, I don't know what he looks like. It was so. a little kooky. So anyways, all safe and sound. I hope that lady is not dead, and uh, I'll feel terrible if anything happened to her. But my hope is that, like I said, he just wanted to go get warm, and he slept in the hallway there yeah. or whatever. But uh, anyways... We're we're over time oh, here. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, that was uh, riveting. <laughs> it was it was riveting for us. It was nerve wracking. But yeah, uh, what a miss little uh, murder mystery there. Yeah, but safe and sound. Great weekend. Thanks to all the Tuesdays that came. They came from Milwaukee, ah, Chicago, and uh, God love you. They're all so nice. And a couple of nice gifts. You got the Uber gift card there. Thank and, you. Um, so nice. I got some hugs from some fans, and uh, it was really a beautiful, great weekend and week. Nashville, Madison, and. Uh, Great time. I'm very uh, grateful. I got to give one shout out to a woman named Karina. She, Karina, Karina. Big Tuesday, big female fan, attractive. And she made a, a framed photo of me in a plaid shirt next to Fred Savage, Ben Savage, and me. Wow. And it says uh, Savage Brothers spotted together or whatever i got it somewhere in here and it was it was really well done it was she's a graphic designer thing so it looked really good wow and, it's uh, a savage garden yes and it, she, it said something like comedian dies at corporate gig or something murder alert whatever it was really it was really well done and, and so thank you car good egg kareen and uh yeah just tuesdays are coming out in full force and i feel like we're growing i feel like we're expanding the 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 tweets, Tuesdays with Facts is killing it, the Seinfeld references, all the stuff. We see it, we notice it, we love it, and we're on the road like crazy. So look us up and come to a goddamn live show. Yeah, for God's sakes. Uh, my next road date solo are with uh, myself, Omaha. Ooh. February 6th through the Omaha. 8th. Let me uh, right bust the out the, the, the Yeah, the, I'm, uh, I'm all over the road tomorrow. This comes out next week. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm at Dynasty Typewriter. We got one show left. I'm shooting a special. I'm I'm calling it right now. I don't know what I'll do with it, but we're gonna shoot this thing and put it on wax for once in my goddamn life just to have it because I've got to get rid of this hour. And uh, it's gonna be a hot show. It's a great room in L.A. Come out to that. Then I'm in St. Louis, Royal Oak, Michigan, Chicago in May, Tempe in April, Calgary. It's all on my website. I updated everything. Uh, gonna go back to Cleveland, Atlanta, you name it, folks. We're coming, and uh, please come out to to see us. Yes, uh, February twenty seventh through 29th, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Ooh. I'm coming back to that one. Hyenas in Plano, Texas, March fifth through the seventh, and Comics Roadhouse, Mohegan nice. Sun, March twelfth through the fourteenth. And this is exciting, folks. My new podcast. Don't worry, it's not gonna affect this podcast. Uh, this is the priority. I don't. This is my love of my life. I don't want people tweeting at me saying we're breaking up it's and we're dying. Wednesdays with stories. Yes, it's me and uh, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> um, it comes out. I think it's out now. I think it comes oh. out. Well, first of all, you can hear me on the Honeydew podcast with Ryan oh, Sickler. Nice. That was a fun one. Really enjoyed that podcast. And we talked about my new podcast, so we got to put it out. So. It should be out right now, unless something got fucked up. What are you calling it? It's called Mindful Metal Jacket. Oh, kind of like Full Metal Jacket, but mindful, and it's uh, it's more of a serious. It's not really a comedy. We're putting oh, it in the right. health, health and beauty section. I think. Oh, beauty! That's a stretch. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if beauty's a thing. 
Uh, but it's um, it's all about anxiety and stress and mindfulness and yoga all and right. meditation. And uh, we got a bunch in the can. And uh, I don't know. I think it's good. It might be bad. I oh. listen to one. I just keep saying right. Every time someone says something, I go right. Ah, right. So I'm right. self-conscious about that. Right. But I got a bunch. I've got one with Ari and... Uh, Veter, I did one. Oh, and Vitor. Stavros and nice. Chloe Radcliffe and uh, right. Mateo. Right. He's gay. Yeah, he um, is. That's Handsome. a great episode. So check it out. It's out right now. Mindful Good Metal Jacket Podcast. And I got to do one with you if we can stay serious at some point. Yeah, I don't know. It could be tough. We're a I wacky bunch of queefs. Yeah. Plus, we'll just want to put it on the Patreon. So. <laughs> It could be a nice Patreon transition. Maybe it'll be a Patreon first, and then we'll... Paywall. Build that paywall. But anyways, so uh, check that out. It's out right now. It's uh, oh, oh, we're geez, way we over time. But, oh, speaking of which, check out the Patreon. There's yes, new bonuses. We did a bonus. bonus last week. There's a bonus this week. Yeah, just the two of us fucking each other in the ass. So hear who comes first. Yes. And uh, get on the Patreon. It's a great time to be on the Patreon. The first 174 episodes are on there. All the live episodes, oh. plus a ton of bonuses with us, plus us talking to other people is on there. Yes. And, oh, uh, and we're doing Skanks in Houston. We're doing Moon Tower in Austin, and we're doing Vegas at the Comedy Cellar in March and April. So come out to that in Vegas, the whole thing. And we're put together in L.A. we got to do L.A. again together. we got to do another L.A., a little uh, live live app in L.A. And uh, Oh, I'm at Stress Factory, Bridgeport, and New Jersey also. Holy fuck. Thank you. God bless you. Praise Allah. Suck your mother's dick. Wait.